All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number, hope you write it down. It is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Good news for everybody out there. Nancy Pelosi announces she's going to be running for re-election, according to her post on X, formerly known as Twitter. But more than ever, now more than ever, our city needs to advance San Francisco values and further our recovery. Our country needs America to show the world that our flag is still there and justice and liberty and justice for all. That's why I'm running for reelection and respectfully ask for your vote. Okay, she's now the oldest member of the House of Representatives among the oldest members in Congress overall. Not exactly cognitively uh, as sharp as uh, she may think either. I mean, we're now discovering this is a problem, you know, in both parties with John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Dianne Feinstein, Joe Biden, your president, Mitch McConnell more recently, although he's trying to convince everybody nothing happened, nothing at all. It was not a big deal. It was not out of the ordinary. Uh, I'm not exactly sure I buy into that. The biggest news to come out of this week by far is the CNN poll showing that fully two-thirds of Democrats now say that it is time to dump Joe Biden. 67% majority of Democrat, Democratic-leaning voters now say it is very or extremely likely that Biden will again be their party's presidential nominee, but 67% also say the party should nominate somebody other than Joe Biden. Uh, And if you just you know, dig a little deeper into all this, it gets far worse as it relates to the Bidens because now, and this has been the purpose all along. Why have we been going into great specificity and great detail into the Joe Biden and what I'm calling the Joe Biden uh, bribery and money laundering scandal allegations because uh, the evidence is becoming overwhelming and incontrovertible. Well, this poll weighs in on that. Based on what you have heard or read, do you think Joe Biden did or did not have any involvement in his son Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China while serving as vice president? 61% believe that he did. Well, it's not even in question anymore. It should be 100% know that he did. Among those that think Biden did have involvement, do you think Joe Biden's actions related to his son Hunter and his business dealings in Ukraine and China were illegal? Uh, yeah, illegal, 69%, because it's obvious none of this was, was right. So one of the things that I've been, the, the phrases I've been using, this needs to get into the political, you know, consciousness and bloodstream where every American, this, and by the way, this part has nothing to do with whether or not criminal charges should be brought against Joe Biden. You can't indict a sitting president. And it's not about Hunter anymore. You know, as, as much as, you know, the, the prosecutor was forced to follow through on these gun charges and is going to have an arrest and then arraignment of Hunter Biden, that is the low-hanging fruit here. But it has taken this long. It, it really began our understanding of what happened in Ukraine during the Trump-Ukrainian impeachment. That's how far back this goes. Because it was during that time when Democrats were talking about, you know, quid pro quos that I kept saying that the real quid pro quo with Joe happened in Ukraine when he admitted on tape before the Council of Foreign Relations that he had leveraged a billion to get uh, a prosecutor investigating Burisma Holdings 
fired. That's the same barisma that his son, who admitted he had no experience, was being paid a fortune for. And then we now have a, a, an even more specific timeline that shows that five days before Joe did that, four or five days, uh, he was meeting and talking with Hunter and Burisma executives. When they were in Dubai, they called Joe. And now we, if we can ever get a hold of these pseudonym emails, we believe there are emails that will show that, in fact, that Joe Biden was sending his son Hunter very specific information. Now, his son at the time is an admitted addict. Did he have any type of security clearance? And why is he sending him anything related to, to Ukraine? Why was he meeting with, with all of these Rosemont Seneca partners of Hunter Biden? Why were they going to the White House? Why did he lie to the American people repeatedly, never, never once discussed these issues with his son or brother or anybody for that matter of foreign business deals? You know, why isn't there widespread outrage and indignation at the level of lying? Because not only did he know about them, he met with many of or discussed these business deals with many of the people that Hunter was doing business with. You know, the 20, uh, the 20 phone calls into business meetings by Joe Biden when Hunter was with his foreign business partners or taking the call with Hunter and his Burisma executives at a time when they were writing that they desperately needed D.C. help. Well, that decision resulted in, in Hunter, again, admittedly no experience, continue to being paid a fortune by Burisma Holdings because Joe Biden let that happen. I mean, you, just, you can't even make this up. Why hasn't it been a bigger issue up to this point? Now, the next step in this, James Comer yesterday has now finally said he believes the House is ready to take their first step towards what will I think very likely become the impeachment of Joe Biden. And this is a real impeachment. I'm not saying they'll get a conviction in the Senate. They probably won't. Doesn't mean they shouldn't do it. Because unlike the Trump impeachments, this would be a real impeachment. The charges are going to be bribery and money laundering. Because remember, it was Comer that said nine, they've discovered nine Biden family members were paid as a result of these foreign business deals. He's discovered, you know, dozens of these shell corporations that show no other real business activity except as corporations that were used to funnel money that could then be paid off to Biden family members. And then, of course, you got the whole corruption aspect of this and the Biden protection plan by the Biden DOJ and the Biden prosecutor. This guy didn't want to bring any charges at all. Let the statute of limitations run out specifically on 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 very egregious taxes that were never paid. And then, of course, didn't want to charge Hunter with anything we find out and then was only forced into a plea agreement because of the IRS whistleblowers and they haphazardly put together that sweetheart deal. That sweetheart deal ended up being rejected by a very astute judge in Delaware that said, "Uh, Mr. Prosecutor, have you ever seen a deal like this before? where you get, you get to go into a gun diversion program and uh, it, within that gun diversion provision inside the plea agreement, they had a, a complete immunity deal from any further prosecution. Oh, I didn't know that was in there, Your Honor. Uh, and then the defense is like, wait a minute, we're not, we're not agreeing to this if we don't have immunity. Homer's saying now that the evidence is showing that Joe Biden is the ringleader of this family. I actually said this yesterday. He said, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. It's getting closer and closer to Joe every single day. 
And he said, I'd make the argument that there's already enough evidence to point to Joe being the ringleader of this, not just knowing, not just lying about it, but being the actual ringleader. He said the coordination between the Biden's family, shady business schemes and the government, everything was organized. Comer, House Government Oversight and Accountability Committee chairman. This is very organized criminal activity. That is what Rico's all about, he said. Now, it's getting interesting, and we'll dig deeper into this as the show unfolds today. But, you know, we've been now pointing out that a number of media, prominent liberal media figures, are now speaking out against Joe uh, Biden's run for the for reelection. Those are canaries in the coal mine, as I've been saying. You know, first it was Maureen Dowd, a brutal takedown of the Biden's uh, heartless treatment of a four-year-old granddaughter of theirs in Arkansas that they failed to even recognize. Anyway, that shamed Joe Biden into finally recognizing his granddaughter. I don't know if there's ever been a meeting. I don't know if there's ever been a presence sent. I don't know if the the young girl's ever going to get an invitation to the White House. She certainly should. At some point in her life, she's going to learn all about her grandfather and, and grandmother ignoring her. Anyway, James Carville now looking at these fake news CNN polls that have just been devastating. Again, two-thirds of the uh, well, 67% of the American people, 69% think Joe's involved and has done something illegal here. You know, it's taken a long time to get this story into the bloodstream of the American people, especially considering we knew about it back during the Trump impeachment. Anyway, now he's as unpopular as ever. But there are two reasons Democrats are going to look to remove Joe Biden. On the next shoe to drop, if you start hearing from prominent elected Democratic officials, once they start to pull away from Biden and start speaking out publicly, you'll know that the effort to unseat him and remove him as the candidate is very, very real. And obviously Kamala Harris's team thinks so. Otherwise, and I bet everything I had that they were the ones that leaked the story you know, shooting a, you know, an arrow across the bow of uh, Gavin Newsom out in California, you know, suggesting that, well, this if Gavin runs and tries to compete against the vice president, uh, that will not be viewed favorably by uh, large portions of the the Democratic base, minorities and women, et cetera. I go, boy. Now, when you have hardcore Democrats and fake news CNN and people like Van Jones and David Axelrod and D- Dana Bash all seeing these numbers for what they were. That that's just one canary. Maureen Dowd is another canary in the coal mine. You get top elected officials now stating the obvious that he's a cognitive mess and that he's corrupt. Then they're in real trouble. James Carville said he's alarmed by Biden's polling numbers. He said, quote, he can't look at this and not say that you're concerned. He said, for me to come on television and say, I don't find this alarming or troubling at all would be stupid. I wouldn't do that. And he's talking about, you know, all of these Democrats now wanting him off the ticket. And to say at the least the polls were not great, it tells us that voters are expressing a lot of apprehension here. It's pretty clear. There's not much else you can say when you look at Biden's poll numbers. Okay, are they losing Axelrod? and Van Jones, and James Carville, and Maureen Dowd. Get what I've been saying? Uh, Anything, everything you need to know about, you know, Hunter Biden's crazy life and dad's shadow, 
you know, it's 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 now leading to an ultimate crescendo here. And I think the crescendo isn't necessarily the impeachment inquiry or an actual impeachment. I think the crescendo is the push to get him out and off the ticket. You know, Hunter made all this money, but he admits he had no experience and admitted at the, the, the time of all these deals he was addicted to drugs. How did Hunter get his hands on a 2.8 carat diamond from the Chinese? How is he making millions from Ukraine? By what, trading on the brand, Devin Archer said. The brand certainly wasn't Hunter. When Burisma executives need D.C. help, they weren't looking at Hunter Biden to provide that D.C. help. You know, the even a fake news CNN analyst said the only conclusion from the DOJ reversal on Hunter's indictment is that the whistleblowers are right. And the DOJ is giving me whiplash on this. Well, not only were they right, but I would argue this is why Joe Biden's attorney general and this prosecutor need to go. Because they're they're they've been protecting them the entire time. And as Comer says, the gun charge is the low hanging fruit here. And by the way, it's it's Democrats that want all these gun restrictions and laws put in place, not Republicans, not conservatives. You know, occasionally, once in a while, something great comes along and it's a game changer, like, all right, a cell phone or a jet engine. Our friends at Rhino Metals, they're America's leading safe manufacturer. They have launched an amazing new safe design. It falls into that category, and it's called SafeX, and that means that you can get the anti-pry protection and security of safes that cost thousands uh, of dollars more. You get this for a fraction of the cost, only 749 bucks. You get Rhino's most popular full-size fire-rated SafeX gun safe, curbside delivered to your home. I have one myself. I love it. Now, in Rhino Pride Test, uh, this this safe outperforms brands that cost five times as much. See it with your own eyes. Go to their website, side-by-side break-in testing videos, rhinosafe.com. Rhino spelled like the animal, R-H-I-N-O-S-A-F-E.com. They have other safe models and vault doors on sale as well, up to 1000 bucks off. Look, I've owned a lot of gun safes over the years. Rhino Metals, they're better in every way imaginable, and they have the best warranty and the best support. RhinoSafe.com. R-H-I-N-O-S-A-F-E.com. 